we have to remember that every plant in nature possesses soul. And that one of the primary methods that we use within the Gnostic tradition is precisely working with the souls of plants, the elementals of nature. A lot of different groups will focus on minerals. But in the Gnostic tradition, we emphasize the plant kingdom because it's much more advanced, more evolved. We'll talk about a particularly powerful and versatile plant, a wonderful elemental soul that has tremendous abilities. We work with different plants with their respective intelligences to the power of our concentration, our imagination, and most importantly, our prayer. We do this because we wish to provide healing or we wish to protect ourselves from negative influences. Now, the aloe plant, we have to remember, like any elemental, has the appearance of a young and beautiful child because these souls are very innocent. They've not left Eden yet. We can often see these figures within the internal worlds, within dreams, within our meditations, as young children wearing tunics of various colors. Pink is a very common one, representing love, a pure form of compassion, unfiltered, unobstructed. The aloe, while it has many uses, we're going to focus specifically on protecting our home from negative influences, particularly if we have been exposed to a lot of bad energy, whether from the cities, whether from interactions with people, whether being in situations where we felt vulnerable and our consciousness became weak. Our atmosphere of a mental type was very much influenced by some external force. The aloe can do many things. And Samalan Vior mentions in Igneous Rose that the elementals of these plants have power over everything. We can utilize these elementals for any type of work of white magic by means of its elemental magic. And the aloe is particularly noticeable within our esoteric studies because it collects a lot of solar force. As you can see from this image, there is the interior of the plant, of its pulp, its leaves. Salman Vyar mentions that the aloe plant is a receptacle, an antenna for Christic energy. And some have even said that the substance of the aloe gel 
is literally the semen of the sun. It collects the solar forces and effluvia from nature and absorbs them within its cells. The aloe can be used in many ways for medicinal purposes, especially. But for us, we like to work with an integral plant because it has a lot of energy and force. Salman Vior even mentioned how the aloe can subsist and survive with very little sunlight. And that some of these plants, because of their receptive, powerful nature, can extract the prana from their environment. Now, prana is the solar energy, which we find within the air we breathe, the earth we walk upon, the fire we use to cook, the water we drink. Now, prana is the Christic energy, which permeates everything. And the aloe plant is particularly useful because it absorbs a lot of that vitality from the environment. And so that force, when we learn to command it with love, with remembrance of divinity, and in accordance with the law of the cosmic hierarchies, the White Lodge for Christ, this elemental can perform great services for humanity, and it can protect us, can cleanse our homes. Aloes are renowned conventionally for their ability to purify the air. Likewise, the soul of this plant can purify our home, can protect us. One notable practice that Salman Vior mentions in relation to this plant within Igneous Rose is the practice of retrospection. One can also work with this plant to remember past lives. Because the elementals that work under the guidance of the angels, under the aloe department within nature, are deeply related to the processes of reincarnation. We can focus on the plant and ask divinity to work through the elemental to help us introspect profoundly. That's one such application of this beautiful plant. You can read more about this in Igneous Rose by Salman Vior. Now, what you want to do is, if you have the plant with you, you want to keep it within eyesight, keep it within your vicinity. You will bless the plant first with water. So if you need to take a minute to get a cup of water, you're more than welcome to. We'll pause for a minute and then we will continue. Okay. You want to dip your fingers, you can make your hand in the sign of the pentagram, in which your index, your middle finger, and your thumb are extended with your ring finger and pinky folded into your palm. That forms the microcosmic star with your hand. You can take some water on your fingers, dab it, and bless the plant in the form of the cross. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. From top down, and then left 
to write. We want to bless the plant because we are developing a relationship with it. We want this soul that we are including in our home to respect us and to love us. So it's important that we nurture not only the physical body of this plant, but that we pray for its well-being. We ask divinity to help us to work with this plant. It's useful if for your aloe, you can have a silver crucifix hanging from it. It's preferable because the cross is a marvelous symbol that relates to the aloe. It is the crossing of forces in which prana, the Christic energy, becomes manifest. We've included an image of a sword here because we are going to exercise our willpower, praying to our inner being to command the plant, to work with it, to help elevate its evolution through the particular service being rendered unto us. Willpower is like a sword. It is direct. It is concentration. We can close our eyes if we need to. Relax our body. Focus on our heart. Be aware of our inner being. With a lot of love, let us ask our divine parents, our divine father, our divine mother, to command our elemental advocate, that part of our soul and our being, who knows how to work with the plants of nature. So that by working with the aloe, we can create a lasting bond of an ascending nature, of a transcendent purpose, which is the alleviation of suffering and the well-being of humanity. We've included a prayer here that I'm going to recite. We can say it mentally. We can say it out loud. Let these words carry their essence into your heart. Become aware of your heart, of your mood. I believe in the sun, the cosmic Christos, the powerful astral mediator who links our physical personality with the supreme imminence of the Solar Father. If you need to, you can open your eyes, observe the plant, look at its features, its detail, its color, its leaves, its overall structure. We want to recall the image of the plant 
we can close our eyes and visualize the plant that is before us. See it within your imagination, within your mind's eye. If you find that the visualization is difficult to maintain, you can open your eyes gently. Continue to observe. If you find that your mind wanders a bit or that it's hard to recall the visualization, continue to look at the plant. Imagine it, allow your attention to be absorbed within it. Let your heart, let your conscience, let your essence speak to the plant, its soul. You want to ask divinity to work very deeply with the aloe. We want the intention of commanding the plant with fraternal, divine love. So that the elemental soul of this plant can reject any negative influence that we feel within ourselves. If we find that we're churning with emotion, with negativity, with pain, skepticism, morbidity, negative emotions. We want to beg the plant to remove this from us. Command it. Pray to it. Pray to your God. With your full concentration, with your will, and with your aspiration, the yearning to change. We're going to recite the prayer to the aloe plant. If you have a cross ready, that's wonderful. If not, it's not necessary. Don't worry. You want to pray that Christ works through you out of love to direct this plant. Cross. Thou art holy and divine. Sorcerers and witches withdraw from this home. Such persons who intend to arrive here, let it be known that I am with God. Sovereign God set me free from treason and from ruination. Blessed be the most holy Mary and the consecrated host. Bless the plant in the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can also trace a circle around it. Going clockwise. Your hand left to right in the form of a circle from 12 o'clock down to 6 and back up again. Left to right. While reciting, and in the name of the Holy Tetra Grama. Ton. These mantras bring 
divinity closer to us. As you are visualizing the plant, imagine its vibrancy, its color, its elegance, its aroma, its fragrance. It's beauty. We're going to pronounce a mantra that commands the plant to do as we command. It is the mantra M. It is prolonged like a hum or like a bull. It sounds like this. Mm. We're going to visualize the plant. Again, if you need to open your eyes to look again, you may do so. When you're able to recall the image, close your eyes and do the mantra. We'll pronounce the mantra M for a few minutes. Continue to pray to the elemental to dispel any negativity within you or within your environment. You can even imagine like a child, the elemental soul, like a cherub wielding a flaming sword and that it swinging the sword back and forth, unleashes a torrent of flames. Imagine that these fires are cleansing your home, cleansing your environment, and even going within you to cleanse your heart. Continue to pronounce the mantras. 
Let us give thanks to our inner being, our Divine Mother Kundalini, 
our Divine Father, our innermost. Let us give thanks to the elemental of this plant, and let us pray that we may benefit its soul, as its soul can benefit us and humanity. Give thanks from your heart. Give thanks to your elemental advocate for being the intermediary before this elemental of the plant kingdom and us.